Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Hello, everybody. Guess where I'm at? She's back in Clearwater. Yay! So happy. In the studio with me. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, so nice to be back in Clearwater. Um, you know, I just saw a couple of little palm fronds laying around, landed. Uh, everything's pretty murky out in the, the bay, but uh, looking pretty good. So, so happy to be home. Although, not an although, we uh, we leave in the morning for mm-hmm. um, for parts north. Right. And um, let we'll, the journey begin. <laughs> let the journey begin. Um, good morning to everyone, John. Um, good morning, uh, uh, everyone. Those of you who are listening, please feel free to uh, to say good morning and where you're calling from, or where you're calling from, where you're listening from. Mm-hmm. There was That's something cute. else that you wanted us to, to say. Hey. Oh yes, if you would uh, be so kind as to those of you who are listening in this morning, um, let us know where you're listening from. Like, are, are you, you at your, car? Are in your car? Yeah, obviously if you're driving you don't have to tell us but um if you're uh, at your desk in your office or if you're home at your kitchen table i just want to kind of get a feel yeah. for where people are tuning in yeah from, we've so. got some friends in the uh in the clearwater area that it's like every morning this is my dog walk time mm-hmm. and so right. i um i will you know listen to the show and, and i know we've been out for a half an hour time to go back in Right. kind of thing. Yeah. So that's, uh, I, I like that. I mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. So good morning. Um, we've got a lot of stuff that's happening, um, coming up here pretty soon. And a lot of people are, are, have been asking, Hey guys, can you, can you mention this? Can you, can you talk about this? And, um, because there's just some really great things that are coming up, um, on everyone's calendar that we just want to make sure that, that you're all aware of. Um, first off, like I said, we're, we're leaving tomorrow to, Head to, to parts north. We have some some client visits and some business uh, mm-hmm. uh, colleague visits to make on our way up to the town hall. The town hall in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Good morning, Tommy. I saw that you said good morning there too. I mean, you're getting rain from um, Ian still, but sorry about that. I hope it kind of clears up before we get up there. But yeah, yeah we're we're heading out tomorrow to start that. Um, we're going to do the, another roads tour Yeah, and on, you know, on the road and the roads and, warriors. Yeah. The roads. <laughs> we're trying to get our own hashtag Brett Buick. So we really should. Yeah. We really should. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we're heading out. And so those of you who are, um, along some of the major routes, uh, we, our first stop is going to be in Atlanta and then we're going to mm-hmm. kind of head north, head east and then north yeah we'll something like that so kind of the uh, central part of south carolina and i uh, got some some uh, colleague visits there and yeah. uh, some client stops and mm-hmm. and so just some dealer stops a lot of these folks are not our clients they're just f- people we know from facebook and we're going to start shouting out to them and say hey we're going to be in your neck of yeah. the woods. like stop by so, yeah exactly so if you're on that travel route let us know we'd love to stop by we just want an invitation and yeah. we want to know where the good food is you know, that's- <laughs> jim's always looking for the best barbecue yeah. and since we're going to be heading through the carolinas it's mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, we probably can't we stop for every smoked old fashioned on the route, but oh, we will. It's tempting. Yeah, but we'll... It's like really tempting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, good morning, uh, Shelly from London. 
Wow. She's listening from listener London. From the, wow, we have an, we have an international yeah. listener viewership. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we also, t- uh, Town Hall coming up, just yep. wanted to let, let all of you out there in listener land know that we have filled all of our sponsorship mm-hmm. um, slots for that and really excited for, you know, how people have just like stepped in and it's yeah. like, yes, we see what you're doing. Yes. Let us support you. Sure. Um, so can I go down the list? Yeah. Okay. Um, we've got Primaland, Pay Near Me, Iteron, Tax Max, and LHPH Capital. They're going to be joining us for that. We do still have some spots just for like just individual commercial spots. Oh, wait, does everyone know what we're doing at the town hall? This is going to be a live broadcast for, um, there's going to be six or I think a total of seven, seven segments, including the morning show. And so there's going to be a 10 minute break in between each of the segments. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we actually have, um, ad time for, for vendors. So this is kind of like our take on taking something it, it, to a totally virtual mm-hmm. um, uh, space yeah. so that, you know, it's kind of like a mini something. Yeah. Um, and so we're, yeah, we're, we're really excited. And I just want to thank um, yeah, all of those who have grateful. stepped forward. A pilot event. They're, <clears throat> they're, you know, obviously banking on our ability to do what we say we're going to do. And so we appreciate yeah. them uh, uh, stepping in and, and joining us. Yeah. That, so. so really it, it, well, there's an awful lot um more to come on that. Uh, also, uh, after that is the Arizona Finance Conference, and, mm-hmm. and they've asked us to to speak a couple of times at that. Mm-hmm. And w- they've actually said that we can broadcast um, right. most of that live. I would we don't we it's still kind of on the fence and whether mm-hmm. or not we're going to do any kind of ad stuff or if we're just going to throw some things in there about the morning show right. and, and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, but w- they are just have been really great about that. I just want to be able to get that, the information out there a little mm-hmm. bit more. And then, um, that is, uh, on my calendar over here. Yeah, it is the 18 or no, the, yeah, it's the end. It's the it's 29th. The I can never tell what it includes travel dates, but it's the, <laughs> yeah, we always include the travel dates the on our massive calendar on the, on the wall, but it's the last weekend in October. And then the big one, the super forum is coming up, um, in November. And, um, that is, I've been seeing a lot of things, a lot of our, our fellow speakers mm-hmm. have been out there, um, you know, talking about, hey, we're going to be there, the spreading the word. Um, there are still tickets available. Um, it's if you're in buy here, pay here, which if you're listening to us, you likely are. This super forum, mm-hmm. by the way, has a lot of energy around. Oh, it. my very, goodness. Very it's enthusiastic. Really? It should be a great turnout. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't uh, signed up, we want you to go do that right now using the coupon code morning show one five zero that will save you $150. And then if you're already a member of your state or national organization, then there's another hundred dollars that's going to be taken off of your, your um, full amount. And the event is in Austin, which means Michelle and I can tell you where to get the great queso. Um, yeah. 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 Right. And I, you know, we'll, we'll be on the, the hunt for queso and maybe some smoked old fashions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is turning into a thing. It yeah. really, really is. Yeah. Um, another thing we, you know, we've been talking about, uh, well, we had, we had a, a colleague of ours uh, ask us, um, oh, we were having a conversation with them, uh, almost a year ago and, and saying, you know, we're looking at trying to figure out a way to scale coaching. Um, because there's, you know, a lot of people out there need help and, um, you know, just like some overall administrative, um, all the straight line coaching mm-hmm. 
And there's a lot of people out there that can really, really help with that. Um, and so we put out the charge and so, well, the, the response was, I don't know how you can scale coaching. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, and so we came up with this idea of doing the mentorship mm -hmm. and we've put that out there for everybody. Those of you who have been, um, have been listening that if you're interested and you have a lot of experience and, mm -hmm. and maybe even like some really strong suits within mm -hmm. buy here, pay here and want to be able to help mentor other, other, uh, dealers, mm -hmm. um, please let us know. We do. We've, we've had a lot of mentors come forward already, but you know, we, we just, we figured that, uh, um, the more options that people have, the better. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's like, yeah. And almost anything. It's so it's nice this to has have been options. fun for me to kind of exercise mm -hmm. some, um, some, uh, things in my, um, on my wish list, maybe, um, you know, I played football and basketball in school, just, you know, average athlete, but I did enjoy sports and I enjoyed lots of parts of sports. And this is fun because this whole mentorship thing is like getting to exercise my, my, football coach wannabe, you know, like I always wanted to be a football coach. So this is like, I get to go build a team. I get to yep. go recruit people and build a team of yep. mentors. I'm going to bring you some of the best and we're going to build a yep. heck of a team of, of mentors and coaches. Yep. And, um, so yeah, uh, we've got some really great names so far, yeah. um, of people that, that yeah, would like sure. to participate in that. So, um, really that's to us, that's like really, really exciting yeah. because as we move forward with some of the things that we're working on, mm -hmm that, you know, we keep talking about this, uh, this straight line, squiggly line, mm -hmm. um, concept. And, and we've said there are a lot of really great, um, people in the industry that understand that can teach the straight line stuff. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of really great ones. And, and so we want to just be able to create something so that we can focus on the things that, that are our, our passion projects, yeah. which are the squiggly lines, which is the ethics based piece, which is, the which white is hat the way. white hat way which is and white it is hat white hat way. what, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it I, is. Might, I might also say quickly on that um mentorship thing you guys have heard us talk about it. it the platform is actually there it's ready we could sign people create a profile and start you know doing free or paid uh mentorship right away the the one variable now is insurance we're waiting to try to address insurance so we can create yeah. sort of blanket yeah. uh, liability insurance for the protection of those mentors so that's in motion and we'll as soon as we get that done we should be able to start yeah. mentors on the yeah, platform and pretty soon mentees can find mentors yeah i love it yeah. it's i it's it's really pretty exciting to yeah to, yeah, yeah, to me um i'm the newbie but it's like oh this is so yeah. this is really exciting stuff yeah. so um today is white hat wednesday um mm -hmm. white hat those of you who are not familiar with white hat way it's it's the foundational ethics piece to everything that we do, mm -hmm. um, whether it be on the morning show, you know, the tote, the note podcast on the buy here, pay your Institute now and in, um, the nation, what we're building there and also nation TV and, um, and just the coaching pieces and all of that. It's, it's really our foundational pieces to all of the things. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's the squiggly line right. piece. And it's something we feel really strongly about, mm -hmm. um, that, uh, you know, teaching dealers and people on, in, in the teams and dealerships and, and also, you know, encouraging vendors out there. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's really let's really be um, champions of our customer, of our yeah. communities, of, um, of our teams, yeah. um, of, of culture too, which yeah. is. Yeah. And so when you start talking about squiggly lines and kind of the, the, 
kind of softer edges, if you will. So, you know, you can say culture, what is culture? How do you define culture? How do yeah. I create culture? Well, before anybody was really using the word culture, we talked a lot more about team chemistry yeah. and somebody who played sports. It's pretty easy to see, you know, when team chemistry is present, when it's missing and what's really drives that. And mm -hmm. often that's around leadership. It starts at the top. You know, we talk about football coaches or whatever, like yeah. it starts at the top creating some culture. Um, and so don't get me started talking about football coaches and co culture, but don't <laughs> get me started. But like, that's something when you see, how do you implement culture? It's really about leadership, which is kind of our subject for today. Like, are we as dealers out there walking our talk? Are we doing mm -hmm. what we say we're going to do? Do we say one thing about how we feel about customers and then our employees see us do something different. You know, and you, you mentioned uh, a while back and I, and it was pretty strong. Uh, it, it kind of hit me. It's like, and, and we're not saying that there's one that's bad and one that's not, or one that's good. I it's, and so it's, it's, I'm kind of like ambivalent to what is your business model? Do you want to connect and care and, and show that care for your customer or don't you? Mm -hmm. Um, because it's okay if you want to run a business that's, you know, it's all straight lines. It's like, we, we have a product, we're going to do it, but we're, we're, our, our platform, our, um, foundation is it's bringing in that heart piece right. and bringing in that care piece. Um, you know, I, the, the, through the care, through the heart, through the engagement with mm -hmm. our our customers and our communities and our teams, is how we start to change this industry. So that it's it it has a um, it has a uh, a better rap. Does that make I, yeah? For yeah. sure, we want to make sure that you know there's a perception, obviously, in buy here pay here, and we know that you know dealers um, can be perceived negatively in this space, and so. We definitely want to try to help in that regard. And I think from a business standpoint, it's one of those things that's easy to talk about. And it's hard to prove, but I would say that this whole idea of implementing these culture things in your business and, you know, customer success and kind of all these things that we talked about in the white hat mm -hmm. way, you know, context is like my, my argument would be, and again, hard to prove mathematically, but that, Businesses who have this at the heart, you know, at the core of their operation, they're more sustainable. They're, they're, they're more likely to be successful long-term. You take care of your customers, your customers tend to take care of you. And I think this is even more true. It's just been my observation in travels is that the dealers that are really connected to their community and, and really, you know, bonded to their customers, they enjoy the longest success mm -hmm. and they weather the difficult times and buy here, pay here. Because if you take care of your customers, your customers tend to take care of you and be loyal to you. Exactly. And so how do you prove that mathematically? I mean, we hope to one day have better data behind that. In the meantime, we all can look anecdotally and we can see what we can see across Facebook and 20 groups and wherever else we can see it. It's like when we can implement at the heart of our business, these principles then that's kind of what we talked about at our presentation in T at TIADA was if you, if you build your business plan on these founding principles, then it becomes more sustainable with both, you know, upper management, all employees, even customers, like it's, it's going to uh, permeate the entire thing all the way through the business when we're consistent about that.
you know, you hear me talk a lot about being mm-hmm. fair and consistent, fair mm-hmm. and consistent. That's a big piece of what white hat way is all about. And if you think about what a white hat cowboy stands for, uh, I think you'd say they're going to have integrity and they're going to be fair and they're going to be consistent. You know, yeah. that's kind of what, that's kind of what I envision. That's what motivated me to kind of name my own dealership, you know, with a cowboy theme. And now the white hat way thing is kind of, that's what it's about. So, you know, I had a mind today and I don't know, we're, we're probably running a little slow starting here, but I would, I had a mind today to share a little more background. I've touched on this story in the past and I've never really told the expanded version and, and maybe I won't tell you exactly where it was, but um, years ago, let me just think about this. This was have been somewhere around 2013. I, well, back up to 2010 or 11, I helped start a dealership. And um, what you had is a, a passive investor and a manager who was going to, you know, run the business. It was interested in the business. They'd had a business in the past that had been in the buy here, pay here business. They got this passive investor who was wealthy to bring a bunch of money and they were going to start a new one. Well, they did it. We coached them into it. It was pretty clear right away that they were going to abandon a lot of the things that I taught and, and the, the manager was going to kind of go run with it the way that they'd been used to doing business. Well, a couple of years later, I get a call from the investor asking me to come do a consulting visit, turned out to be an embezzlement thing, turned out to be a big, ugly mess. The manager ends up leaving. And now the investor is left with this business that they don't really know how to run. Okay. Uh So, and, and it's a, it's a disaster. I mean, it's, it's one of those super aggressive finance, everybody, no underwriting, everybody gets a car, um, madhouse in terms of unhappy customers, crazy, you know, uh, disorganized management team. And just, it was just a wreck. And, um, so I sort of inherited that. I stepped in there kind of as a consulting thing to short-term thing. I'll do what I can to help patch mm-hmm. it together. And we just weren't finding a solution for somebody else to step in. Fast forward, you know, two years later, I'm still engaged. <laughs> I became basically, yeah. you know, the, the for owner. all practical purposes, I was the owner. Yeah. I was the face of the business. I, I did everything but the money. I was the decision maker. So for all practical purposes, I was the dealer. And the important part of this is that we went through a, a full turnaround with that business, ultimately changed the name, relocated down the street, you know, in conjunction with the name change, whole new brand polish, a uh, whole new team, new training, uh, obviously is founded in principles. And I think what we want to talk about in terms of the walk, the talk piece of that is one of the things that I did, there are two things that come to mind that I did that were, I f- feel like were impactful. One at the payment counter. And I think on our payment receipts too, my phone number was published. So it was on the wall right there by this unhappy, not did you fail to get a receipt, other, other problem, you know, call this number. And so my, and I lived by the way, in a different state, I had an apartment there. So, cause I was there a lot, but I, I lived in a different state. And so those calls would come in on occasion, not very often. On occasion. Yeah. Yeah. My, we had a good management team, had a good strong manager at the store and a effective manager. And so they handled most everything. Occasionally a customer would call me. Yeah. But here's the, you know, the, as we were talking about this is you have your phone number on there. And like, if you want to talk to me, you mm-hmm. know, here's my phone number. Um, and so people could reach out to you directly, mm-hmm. but if they called in to the dealership and, and, um, and weren't getting the help that they wanted or needed, and they said, I want to talk to the owner, what would happen? Well, I just told them, 
and a lot of people we would hire would have the habit of saying, um, may I ask who's calling? And I just said, we're going to discontinue that. I don't want that here. I don't, when, when somebody asked to speak and this was, I asked my managers to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I, and I told them as a, as the de facto owner, I would do the same thing. If somebody calls in, says they want to talk to Jim or, or they, they want to talk to the owner or they're, they want to talk to the manager, owner, the manager, mm-hmm. whatever, then, you know, obviously we know who the manager is. If they're asking for the manager, you patch them through, but we don't ask who's calling. You just say, yeah. and so we think about the culture behind that. It's like, what happens there? Why, what is the employee deduce from that? Yeah. Well, and Jim, you know, we were talking about this this morning and he said, okay, so when, when, if you are the customer and you're calling in and you're having a problem and you say, I want to talk to your, to your manager, um, what is different in how you perceive this flow going from, may I ask who's calling on mm-hmm. hold for a few minutes and either patch through, or I'm sorry, but they're not able to take your call right now, or, all right, give me just a second and let me patch you through right. and know who's calling. No, you know, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to put you straight through. And and my response was the calls aren't being screened. Well, yeah. When yeah. you get a screen call, how do we all feel when we get a screen call, whether you're a customer of the business or you're a vendor, mm-hmm. you call and say, who's calling, you know, we've all done it. We call into a place and they say, who's calling and you just tell them who's calling. And then they're gone from the phone for 30 seconds and they come back and say, unfortunately, they can't take your call right now. Right. Yeah. So, so what that, that tells you where you stack up. So if you're uh-huh. the customer, <laughs> you know, what conclusion would you have? But I think what it tried to do is it's, it, we were trying to instill a level of transparency. Okay. So uh-huh. it's basically, I'm, I'm happy to talk to customers. We, we believe it all the way to the top. Like we are going to take care of customers. I'm here to talk mm-hmm. to customers when there's a problem, they can call my number anytime. And then, so I, I have to tell you, cause people are going to say, well, how do you do that? Well, I would just listen when somebody called, I would listen to their thing. If they left me a voice message, cause they missed me, I would call them back right away. And I would say, tell me, tell me what happened. And, and I would, hear the story, let them go through everything. Just listen, yeah. not try to solve anything right. from the beginning. It's right. just like, listen the to whole story because most people, most people just want to be heard. Right. Right. And that's, and that's they enough need to get it out. They, they need, need to know that out. somebody's heard the whole thing and can appreciate and, and mm-hmm. has an empathetic ear to what's going on. really mm-hmm. cares. And so I'd listen. And then basically I would hear the whole thing out. And then I would say, you know, I hear the problem. And I need you to understand, um, the manager at the store has already been given the authority to, to solve, to solve this. this problem. Mm-hmm. They have the authority and, and you know them. So, um, and I can make sure that they know, you know, that I, I understood your story here, but I'm going to have you connect with the person at the, the manager and to give the name of the person. And, and so, so they have the authority to solve this problem. And so if, 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 if they don't get it worked out, you can call me back, but just know that really you, you want to be talking to this person. They're the, they're mm-hmm. the problem solver. And so like the, the key to this is, you know, that <clears throat> you, just taking the time to listen and, uh, you know, be empathetic to, to what it's, what, what's been said. And then, you know, then you can, mm-hmm. uh, you can move forward with, and, and hopefully you already have set up, uh, with your manager and the, and the different department heads that they have the authority to do the things sure. and you've given them all the tools because then it's like, Hey, I hear you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and like you said, is, is the, 
the, the manager, they really have all the tools to help you. So let's get you back in touch with them. And if, if you, you know, it still aren't feeling like you're getting this resolved, but my big thing is I come from like a lot of customer service background. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've ran teams all over the U S all mm-hmm. over the nation. Um, uh, uh, of, you know, 20 some odd people that are, are, um, uh, are customer service Mm -hmm. reps. And that when there is so much strength in your team, seeing you do the thing, right. Um, the team seeing you knowing how to do the thing, Mm -hmm. the team, cause I used to like, I would get, sometimes uh, these phone calls would, would get filtered up to me. And, and I told the team, uh, I want to give you all the tools that you need to be able to resolve the mm-hmm. things, but if, if it's still not okay, then, then, um, you know, have the, let's, let's, let me talk to them. And so we always recorded these phone conversations mm-hmm. and we would use them in training. Sure. And, um, we, uh, yeah, it was it was it was pretty fun though. At times where we would have uh, we would get together all because it was events that we did, mm-hmm. and so the entire team is in one room, and I would have phone calls come up to me, and they would stop what they were doing and listen mm-hmm. to how I handled the phone conversation. Oh, nice! And um, and so it was a beautiful way for me to teach them. Mm-hmm. This is how I mean. Sure. This is how um, how to listen. This is how right. to resolve. This is how to you know, to, to, to do these things. The important piece here is, is that as an owner, as a manager, you know, mm-hmm. as the dealer, that this whole walk your talk thing, we're, 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 um, we see with our, with our colleagues and, you know, Jim's had uh, the, the dealership there mm-hmm. and he's at his own de- dealership in Texas, um, that, that you have the ability to set the tone. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if your team sees that you truly care and want to listen and be empathetic in listening to your, your customer, then they're more apt to be empathetic and right. listen to the customer. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's like as a, as a parent, it's like walk your talk. How does it feel to like, don't smoke. And you've got a cigarette hanging right. out of your, out of your, your sure, mouth, sure. or you shouldn't drink or, yeah. and you're like jugging down a beer or whatever it is that if, if you are not in alignment with what you're trying, what you're trying to instill with your team, mm-hmm. your team really we really shouldn't expect them to buy in to buy in. And so, you know, this kind of comes to, um, this kind of comes to, you know, one of the things that we've, some of the things that we've, um, we've, uh, watched, you know, we did Facebook follies. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> um, and, and the notion that I don't talk to customers mm-hmm. or the notion that do I, am I the dealer or am I just someone that works here? Mm-hmm. Um, that if 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 you ha- currently have the the um if you currently have the 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 way you're doing things so it's like I don't want to talk to anybody don't mm-hmm. ever send anybody to me I am just here in the back office I don't want to talk to anybody I don't want them to know that I'm the owner I don't um that that you're really setting an interesting precedent for your team mm-hmm. and so your team um if if you if you're not willing to engage, then they're not going to be as willing to go the extra mile and engage with the customer either. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. And so it's, it really is, it's super, you know, coming from that customer service, it's walking your talk. It's like, if you want your team to really um, support your customer, right. then you need to be willing and able and step forward and do the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it happens that businesses grow to a place that is really not possible for an owner to talk to every customer. But I think when you think about going back to that Tennessee situation is like if, and I, I guess now people know where it was, but it's like, <laughs> um, I, I had the opportunity there to um, be very much engaged with customers. Um, and I, I never personally denied, you know, my role. I didn't say I was the dealer cause I wasn't technically the dealer. I, you know, so, but I would not hide from anyone as the decision maker and so, and also they knew me like at these huge, we did huge Christmas things. We rented banquet halls and we did these huge, <sighs> and we did, you know, the last one I remember doing was so much fun. We did the old, uh, let's make a deal uh -huh. game and we gave stuff away and we traded gifts and it was just a ball and we just, the customers had a good time and it was packed. And every year they're asking us, when's the next Christmas party? Well, when we're doing the Christmas party, I'm there on the microphone. Like I'm there giving the stuff away and having a ball. And so it, it just demonstrates, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm that person. Like we genuinely care. Yeah. And, and out there talking to people and, right. and shaking hands sure. and um, all of the stuff. It's, it's, I, I even think about the, uh, the um, uh, sometimes the, the dealer principle is like, that's the face. And that's one of the things we really encourage our clients is sure. like, you are the face and as, the more you step forward as the face mm -hmm. of your dealership and that you are carrying that your team, it really creates a different energy within your team. Well, what does it say to the employee when they see you? Like, just make me the example. When they see Jim, Jim, Jim truly cares. He truly does have an empathetic ear. Mm -hmm. He does truly care and listen. So he doesn't just say it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't just put it on a sign. Mm -hmm. he, he truly cares. He, he walks you know, that talk. And so that's the thing that I think now the team sees it, they can, they can be, have more safety and comfort and in stepping into it themselves mm -hmm. and knowing that from the top down, that's a genuine commitment. Absolutely. And that's, that's also like being really engaged in what's happening in, in your business. Sure. Um, being really engaged. That doesn't mean what well, I'm not saying at all that you need to be there 50, 60 hours oh. a week, but it's like you just are engaged with your team, with your customer, with all of these, all of these pieces of. And I would say if we can't be fully engaged, at least don't be disengaged. I mean, that whole thing about I'm going to deny, I'm going to lie in front of an employee. I'm going to lie to a customer and tell them I'm not the owner. That's so dangerous. It's dangerous. Oh it my just, goodness. It just so really kind of really can impact culture. And so I think it's, you know, we, it's, it's the nature of the business we can have. It's nature of retail. We never know who's going to walk through the door next and what kind of problem is going to be coming up. And obviously our, our people need to be trained to solve the problems. And they don't, the other thing I don't like about problems landing at the dealer's desk is dealers tend to solve problems with checkbooks. <laughs> and so they write checks. And so if we can keep it from getting to the dealer's desk, we can sometimes solve problems in a different way, so, a less expensive way. So there's this, this is kind of wrapped up in, in other pieces that we can talk mm -hmm. about at another time because it's, it really is about 
um, being able to effectively be like uh, that dealer mm -hmm. is you, you really, it's, it's important that you give your team the tools to solve the problems and that the more that, that you give them that training and that they can mm -hmm. even watch you use the tools sure. and you train them how to use the tools, then you don't end up having customers. that's like, I need to talk to so-and-so, all right? Mm -hmm. it, you just, you don't, because then they become like, hey, I'm talking to Jan and Jan's my my go-to. And I know that if I have a problem, I can go to her and she's going to, she's going to be able to help. Right. And so it's, that's, it, that's also part of this is yeah. giving your team members the tools that they need to be able to, to do the help, um, to be able to help other than send it to the owner's desk and get a checkbook out. Yeah. And it's not exactly the same thread as customer service, but I think when, when, a manager can see that when a, when a customer comes through the manager to the owner, and let me just be the owner for a minute, then they can see that I'm going to do the same thing that I've asked you to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm not going to do anything any different. I'm going to listen to the customer. I'm going to try to solve the problem. And, and we're going to work together, you and me, manager, to work this customer out. And I'm going to, mm -hmm. I'm going to listen to the customer in a way that I bring that 10-year approach. And I, I imagine this customer is going to be with me for 10 years. And so I'm going to listen and I'm going to find a solution. And, uh, you know, hopefully, and I'm going to be consistent about it. I'm not going to do for one customer what I didn't do for the other, you know. And so, um, so I'm just going to be real consistent about that. I think this is where you start to... Now you start to identify the core threads of whatever you want to call culture. Yeah. You know, Yeah. now you're starting to implement the pieces that are, it's, it can feel a little nebulous to us talking about things like how do I create chemistry and culture? Well, start with you as the dealer. Mm, everything you. trickles down. It's yeah. like not just that walk, that talk, but it really, mm -hmm. you can't create culture from the bottom up. Mm -hmm. You have to create culture from the top down. Yeah. I agree. That's definitely something we see. And it just, it's, you, you might, you might light a little spark at the front line, but it won't last. And if, yeah. if it's not, if it's not, um, top down, if it's not top, then down. it's not really going to stick. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have taken up an awful lot of time. Yeah, it's we've like we gone a little bit over, but I, I wanted to, before we, um, before we left, uh, today, um, safeguards rule coming up here um yeah. pretty soon i mean we've got like it's around two months before it is supposed to be right game on right and so those of you who have not had the opportunity to get your training on that please go to texasdealereducation.com um taida has put together a really slick uh online learning um mm -hmm. curriculum uh, right. uh yeah and and it's it's uh it's flexible on demand. I mean, I love cloud things. I love it. So you don't have to log in at a, at a certain time. It'll fit your schedule. It only takes about an hour or so to complete. Mm. Um, everyone on your team has to, has to, has to um, do this. Mm. Uh, if, if they have, if they have access to any, um, any information that could be compromised, private records, yeah. any private records that you, that you have to do this. And that part of the safeguards rule as well is that we make sure that someone on your team is, has a different type of certification. They are like the, the, uh, the master of 
all mm-hmm. certificate or of all yeah. um, compliance uh, for safeguards in your dealerships. So please, if you have not already, there is still time. Yeah. Um, get on to texasdealereducation.com and TAIDA. It's a really, they've done such a great I think, job. Yeah, I think Jeff and Teresa and the team at TIADA did a wonderful job of yeah. making it deliverable you know, easily consumable and affordable. Uh-huh. So and affordable. A, yeah. So yeah, it really, it doesn't cost very much to get in right. there and do that. So if you haven't, texasdealereducation.com. Yeah. And you're going to hear a lot f- about that from us uh, over the coming weeks because it's really, it's, it's, it's yeah. a what is. Yeah. It's not a what if, or yeah. if it's a maybe I should, or it's not a, it's not going to hit, it's a what is. Yeah. And um, so let's make sure that we get that taken care of. And my last reminder is as you're registering today for the BHPH Superform, you're going to use coupon code MORNINGSHOW150. (laughs) And that's going to save you 150 bucks. And yeah, and then you, if you're already a member of your state or national organization, that you can get an extra bit off as well. So um, there's a lot of really great people, great lineup coming up for that too. So we're really, we're excited about it. All right, um, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in on White Hat Wednesday. Yeah. We just really enjoy being able to connect with all of our, our right. um, all of the dealers out there, all of our friends and colleagues. Yeah, shout and, out to Jennifer Finlay was listening. Yeah, lots, lots of George people Bat, over here. Yeah. So, Thanks for tuning in. Um, we will see you all on Friday and uh, we'll, we'll be on the road. We'll be broadcasting from the Atlanta area, mm-hmm. and, um, and but we'll be together, yeah. which is the important thing. Stay I'm tuned. Just, yeah, stay tuned. All right, we will chat with you all later. Have a great rest of your day.